ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Hello and welcome to Speak Life. I'm so excited to be here with you tonight. I'm Marty Layton. And, uh, you know, I just spent most of this week in prayer and uh, really just on my face before the Lord. And I know that I know that the warfare has intensified. And I'm sure you can agree with me. So tonight's going to be a little bit different. I want to talk a little bit about the weapons of our warfare and uh, the prophetic and and how important it is uh, to use the prophetic uh, in times of warfare, spiritual warfare. I'm be, be very clear, I'm talking about spiritual warfare. Uh, but let me be clear when I say to you tonight, uh, those that are watching right now, the devil is a liar. And uh, don't listen to the lies of the enemy. You know, I as I've been praying this week, you know, I noticed uh, in my spirit... Uh, a real heaviness coming on the people of God, and and that the enemy's just lying uh, and and uh, infecting people and corrupting people in their thinking regarding uh, lying about their position in Christ, lying about their uh, faithfulness to the Lord, lying on on several different levels. And uh, listen, the devil is a liar. Uh, Jesus has already paid for everything. And, uh, you know, I was praying this week uh, regarding health. You know, I've been praying over my health and over many others. And uh, as I begin to continue to study it out, you know, these are things that we already know, but things that are vital to remember and to apply. Jesus, uh, it says in 1 Peter 2.24 that Jesus bore our sicknesses, carried our diseases, and by his stripes, we're already healed. And so if that is a truth, uh, then it's already bought and paid for, you know. Have you ever gone to a restaurant and someone paid for your meal, you went up to pay for it, and they wouldn't take your money because it's already been paid for? Well, there's nothing you can do about it but receive it, And, and and walk on. And so uh, this week as I was praying, and specifically praying over my own health as well, uh, <clears throat> I began to see healing, and we know this, as a completely bought and paid for uh, revelation. Let me say it like that. And, uh, you know, so many people wrestle with, does God want me healed? Uh, maybe God's teaching me something. Listen, the Holy Spirit has many other ways to teach us things, more wonderful, more amazing ways uh, to teach us things. Uh, And so he doesn't need to use sickness to teach us anything. Sickness is an agent of death, and Jesus overcame all death, hell, and the grave uh, for us. And so healing is already purchased. It's already paid for. And so this week, I began going before the Lord and saying, Lord, I receive my healing uh, that you already purchased and paid for. I receive what you've already done for me. Now, that may sound very simple, but, you know, I think we apply that to many other things, but we don't think about that in regards to our health. Let me just tell you, you can lose weight. uh, You can 
see your eyesight restored. You can see your teeth restored. You can see your bones healed. You can see your body healed. You can see many uh, things happen for you if you just realize Jesus already paid for it all. The devil is a liar, and that's really uh, what I want to highlight right, right this minute. You know, the Lord's Sabaoth is is a name that is used in Scripture regarding the Lord, and it literally means the Lord of a massive army assembled for war, uh, an army both <coughs> excuse me, in heaven and on earth. What that tells me <coughs> is that Jesus Christ is fighting our battles right now. Whatever battle it is that we're facing, whatever warfare we're facing. And as I was praying this week, the Lord said, America shall be saved, Marty. America shall be saved. This nation is my creation. And listen to that. The Lord spoke to me and said, America shall be saved, and this nation is my creation. This nation is God's creation. And the Lord of hosts is fighting for America. He's fighting for your family, for my family. He's fighting for our children, for our grandchildren. And God is going to speak tonight and pluck out his enemies. There is no weapon that is formed against us that will prosper. And I began, as I was praying this week, I saw mighty angelic warriors that were already here fighting for us, ministering to our families, just as they ministered to Jesus. You know, uh, angels are not just here to guard, protect, and fight, but they also minister to. And so uh, you see that in Jesus' ministry where the angels came on different occasions and ministered to Jesus. Listen, light is breaking through darkness right now. And enemies of God, both in the spirit and in the natural, are in deep confusion. The light of God is displacing the darkness. We are at war. A spiritual warfare is going on right now. Demons are trembling at the sound of your voice. That's why I say the prophetic word is one of the most powerful weapons of them all. It is the power of his word. Last night, I had such a, a strong attack of the enemy against me, <clears throat> and I knew it was an enemy from a very high spiritual level, deep darkness. And uh, I won't go into all of it, but I instantly began declaring the mighty name of Jesus. And I was speaking and declaring his written word, and I was speaking and declaring his prophetic word, because I know Psalm 103 and verse 20, it says, Bless the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength, who do his word, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. And so angels listen, not just to his word, but the voice of his word. And I saw mighty warrior angelic hosts pouring out of heaven like a river, and the heavens were torn open. As I began to pray, and angels of light, holy angels, warrior angels, came pouring out of heaven like a river, 
and they were destroying the dark demonic powers of darkness. And I ended up praying and warring and interceding for you until morning when things begin to break. And God began to download so many things to me. And I'm not going to get into uh, much of it, but, you know, I was taken up in a vision uh, into heaven last night. And you know me, I'm not one to say I was taken up into heaven uh, or say things like that, but the Lord really did take me to a place in heaven. And I was standing in heavenly places, and I saw so many things that were coming, and I want to tell you some of them, but uh, uh, the main thing I feel compelled by the Spirit of God to tell you is to fear not. Do not fear. Don't believe the reports of the false prophets in the news media. Listen to me. I heard the Lord say this very clear. Fear not. Don't believe the reports of the false prophets in the news media. That Chinese balloon was nothing but a demonic threat with no power to back it up. It's all theater. It was totally orchestrated by demonic counselors to bring fear and intimidation. And it's being narrated by the false prophets of Baal and Jezebel. And we're coming to a day of greater judgment of the enemy. So stay close to God's true prophets. And let me just say this, prophets are a ministry gift of Jesus Christ. And you can find that in Ephesians chapter 4. But the prophet's mantle, I believe, is more necessary now than in days past. Um, You know, some people say, well, what about false prophets? False prophets are coming out of the woodwork. Well, you know, Apostle Paul spoke about this regarding prophets. In 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 19, he said, There must be heresies among you, that those which are approved would be made manifest among you. In other words, you will be able to see and discern the difference between the true and the false prophets. It'll become very clear. Prophets are needed in this hour. You know, Hosea speaks about the prophet's mantle. Hosea chapter 12, in verse 10, it says, I've spoken by the prophets, and I have multiplied visions, and I've used similitudes or parables, or even in some cases acted out or lived out. I personally believe that's why the Bible says take the prophets as an example of suffering. Because sometimes you don't just get to prophesy a word, you have to live out that word, you have to... You have to uh, demonstrate that word. And so it says, I've spoken by the prophets. I've multiplied vision. I've used parables or similitudes by the ministry of the prophets. And then in verse 13 of Hosea 12, it says, And by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. That prophet was Moses. And by a prophet Israel was preserved. So there is a vision-giving leadership, and preserving part to the prophet's mantle. We give vision, we give leadership, but there's also a preservation anointing as part of the prophet's mantle. Preserving what? When there's a great transition like we're in right now, and a great warfare over this transition, you stick close to the prophets. Don't attack the prophets. 
stick close to the prophets. Jesus gave, it says in Ephesians 4, some to be prophets, to impart and restore vision, to equip the saints uh, for their work of the, of the ministry, to inspire and strengthen, uh, to preserve and protect them through the great transitions of life, and pointing the way and giving supernatural direction for your life. Proverbs 29.18 is a very prophetic verse. Solomon wrote this. It says, Where there's no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth, keepeth the law, happy is he. So literally what that verse says is without the free flow of the prophet's prophetic ministry, the people will cast off restraint and wander unrestrained and wild until they ultimately perish. Listen, true prophet's ministry is an extension of the ministry of Jesus Christ, and it's vital to the life of the people of God. Prophet's ministries, a prophet's ministry is vital to the life of the people of God. I'm going to say that one more time. The prophet's ministry, the true prophet's ministry, it's an extension of the ministry of Jesus Christ, and it is vital to the life of the people of God. You may have heard me say this before, but the title pastor is only in Scripture one time in the New Testament. Isn't that interesting? The title prophet is more than 470 times. And so apostles and prophets in the New Testament were the actual leaders of the church. Amos chapter 3, in verse 7, it says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing. You can look up that word nothing in every dictionary you want to. It means nothing. Surely the sovereign Lord God will do nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. God honors his prophets. He values his prophets, and so we should as well. Ephesians chapter 3, in verse 5, it says, Which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, but it has now been revealed by the Spirit of God to his holy apostles and prophets. And so in the Old Testament, God did nothing until he revealed his secret to his servants, the prophets. In the New Testament, that revelation from God is given to his apostles and prophets. And so I'm in no way undermining the ministry of evangelists, pastors, or teachers, but it's become a hot topic. It's coming in hot on every social media platform, how, how this one's attacking that one, this one's attacking that one. I'm not undermining any of the gifts of, this, uh, of Christ, the fivefold gifts. What I am saying is we need all five, according to Scripture, for the raising up and the perfecting of the saints of God. But when it comes to the prophets, I believe God is raising up this particular governmental gift of Christ for this hour. And although many other ministries right now want to throw religious stones at the prophets, they don't understand the making of a prophet. Uh, they're not prophets. And so how could they understand that? Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 
uh, 14 and verse 29, let the prophets prophesy and let the other prophets judge. So there's a making process. And other prophets uh, are the best to judge whether it's a true word or a false word, right? So sometimes people are young, they're immature, they're deceived possibly, or ignorant, or maybe just showboating, making it up as they go along. But that doesn't make them a false prophet. They could possibly just be what we term a pit, a prophet in training, a PIT. And when you're in training, you may end up in one pit after another pit with all kinds of accusations, just like Joseph did. And I would encourage you to put down religious rocks. Don't be so quick to sell your brother down the road or to stone people. Uh, You don't know that one day that person that you're stoning or that person that you're attacking just may be a Joseph that God may use to save your life. Amen? And so we have to be careful in these areas. Romans chapter 14, in verse 4, it says this, Who are you to judge another's servant? To his master he either stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. Have you ever looked at different ministries and thought, why are, why are they still able to stand when they obviously are getting this wrong? Well, God explains it there. Who are you to judge? God's the judge. God may be doing a deeper work than we even know. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12, it says, Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. And so I'm not excusing uh, false teachings or heretical things. I'm just pointing out that we don't need to take an arrogant position, a uh, uh, pomposity, uh, using someone else's shortfall to promote their own ministry and to, to uh, by casting a shadow on them, cause their ministry to look superior in the body of Christ. You know, no one else is catching this and no one else is able to stand up as strong as I am uh, to point this out and to use, listen, there's been sword fighting going on among the body of Christ for years. But when someone is castigating other ministries and saying, do your job, do your job, that's an assumption being made that no one else is speaking the truth other than that one minister. That's, that's arrogance. And I know many, many, many other ministries that are so-called doing their job, air quotes. <clears throat> Our job is to speak the truth, but speak it in love. And the Bible says that God is love. That's his character. It's not arrogant. It's not condemning. It's speaking the truth in love. And there's a fine line, and we all need to walk it. I'm not even condemning that person. I'm just saying there's a character of Christ that we need to maintain as leaders. Not judging, not condemning. Yes, speaking the truth, but speaking it in love. There's a better way to handle things. There's a higher way. Amen. And we all need to walk a fine line. That being said, I don't necessarily disagree with this person or their correction. It's biblical correction, and it's great. I disagree with the spirit in which they're presenting it because it presents an attack on all prophets as false 
are unnecessary in the body of Christ. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a dangerous thing. Nothing could be further from the truth. Jesus gave five apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, and all five are needed in the body of Christ. Amen? I want to uh, be sure to invite you out to our powerful prophetic services every Sunday at 4 p.m. right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. We meet at 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville. Uh, our, our dear friends, uh, Shanda Tripp and Fireplace Fellowship, uh, they make that space available to us at 4 p.m. on Sunday. And so I want to invite you out. <coughs> 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville. And we look forward to seeing all of you there. I also want to invite you to our website at lifepointchurch.cc. That's L-I-F-E-P-O-I-N-T-E church dot C-C. <coughs> C-C stands for Christian Church. And click on the link that says prayer or, or I need prayer. And do that and email us now. Uh, that comes right to me, and I'll take your prayer requests before God in agreement with you, and together we'll see mountains move, and by the power of agreement in His Word, we'll see answers to prayers. We get reports every week about how God is answering prayers. We're here to serve you with the prophetic mantle and anointing that God has given to us. Amen. When I say us, I mean Pastor Tracy and myself and my family. We pray. We are a praying family. We believe in the power of prayer. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 20 says, Believe God and be established. Believe his prophets. Believe his prophets. That literally means believe and stay connected and remain steadfast to his prophets and you shall prosper. I believe we're in a new season of prosperity, and you can believe it. God is turning every curse into a blessing right now, and I declare that every curse that has been spoken against this nation, America the Beautiful, is being reversed now in Jesus' name. Amen. God is breaking these curses. We are in a time of spiritual warfare, and the thing that's going to make the difference is the posture of the church. John 4 and verse 35, it says, Say ye not that there are yet four months, <coughs> and then the harvest comes. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. I want to encourage some of you to do exactly what Jesus said. Lift up your eyes. Look. Look at the fields. Look at the people of people around you. They're already white to harvest. They're, they're, they're searching. They're hungry for answers. Amen? And we're being transformed by destiny. The more we allow God's thinking in our lives and believe what God says about us, we're being transformed. <coughs> Romans 12 in verse 2, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. 
And so there's a transformation, <coughs> excuse me, that's happening right now. We're learning as we're going through this transition to think like God thinks, to see things from God's perspective. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Don't attack people. Uh, don't attack politicians. Don't attack. I'm just encouraging you, pray. There is a warfare right now. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or natural weapons, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And then it says this very next verse. So we're talking about warfare. We're talking about uh, allowing God to activate a deeper level of successful spiritual warfare in our lives. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal weapons. <coughs> we don't go out and shoot people. We don't uh, use the sword uh, to take people out. But we use the sword of the Spirit. We use the Word of God. It says, it's mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Then the, the very next verse is casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought under the obedience of Christ. So part of our warfare begins right here, not just what we imagine, uh, not just these concepts that we can come up with, uh, but pulling everything in line with the Word of God. God always rewards our faith and our persistence. Amen? And so I want to encourage you, don't ever give up. Don't ever back off. Don't ever slack off. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. You're pulling down strongholds. The only time we fail is when we quit. And I want to assure you tonight that God is at work. Even if you cannot see it, his hands are orchestrating life right now, and your warfare is prevailing. God's plan is to take what looks like a crisis and turn it around into a brand new praise. And God will be a, a, God's will is being accomplished even through the most difficult-looking circumstances. Uh, and God's timing is not always our timing. Part of our warfare is to cast down those thoughts that say something should have happened by now. Listen, God's timing is not our timing, and his ways are not our ways. And when he declares something, the Bible says he declares the end from the beginning. <clears throat> Sometimes we wonder how these prophetic words are going to ever come to pass. I can tell you by experience, I've prophesied over uh, hundreds of thousands of people. I started prophesying when I was 12 years old. I'm 59, just turned 59. And so, so many thousands of people. And God's timing is in the prophetic is always different from ours. And so he declares the end of the matter from the beginning. And so when that prophetic word looks like I know what that word means. It means this, 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 and this. I guarantee you it doesn't mean that. God's declaring something that is coming, but he's declaring it from the beginning, but it will come to pass. 
<coughs> Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11, it says this in the message translation, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not to abandon you, but plans to give you the future you hope for. Listen to that. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. I have plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. Listen, stand in the word of God in hope and in faith. The word of God endures forever. And part of our warfare is learning to stand and not fight against flesh and blood, but to pray and to really engage heaven on a whole different dimension right now. The word of God endures forever, so stay in the word. Jesus will do the rest. Your job is to let Jesus do his job. Everything in the kingdom of God can be compared to a seed. That's what Jesus said. Everything in my kingdom can be compared to a seed. And at harvest time, you gather in your fruitfulness, right? And so he said, don't say uh, that this is taking too long. Uh, Cast down these thoughts that say you have to make something happen. But then he also said this, don't say that your harvest time is so far off that you don't have to wait for it, that you're just going to have to wait for it. No, start looking now because harvest time is upon you. And so God can accelerate things. He can do all kinds of things. Uh, But everything in the kingdom of God begins as a seed and it grows. Amen. Uh, In 1 Kings chapter 18, it's a biblical account of the children of Israel in a severe drought. And Elijah the prophet says, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. I know that there are some areas of life, for many, it seems like you're in a drought. You had uh, retirement, you had savings, uh, but suddenly gas prices went up, prices of uh, goods and the cost of living went up, and and now, what was <coughs> excuse me once a uh, a an area where you felt confident? <coughs> there's a drought. But Elijah, the prophet, said, even in the face of all of this, I hear the sound of abundance of rain, and God in a microsecond can turn a drought into superabundance from a cloud. A, a small cloud beginning to superabundance. That means God's turnaround may not look like much at first. It means it may start off small. It may start off like a seed. But if you hang in there, accept his process with faith and patience, standing in faith, his timing, it may look like a little, but it's about to be abundance. You may have felt like, Yeah, I've seen a little bit of breakthrough. But I want to tell you, abundance is coming. More than you've seen uh, before this year is over. I believe this. I believe here we are in February. You're going to see so much happen this year. But you're going to have to fight the good fight of faith. God's taking you up to a higher level where he's putting a higher demand on your faith. He wants you to work with him. He wants you to wage this warfare. He wants you 
to declare his word. He wants you to prophesy (coughs) what he has already said (coughs) over your life. He wants you uh, to begin to declare abundance over your life, even in the face of a drought. (coughs) The Bible says his name is Baal Perazim which means the master of the breakthrough. He is masterful at bringing breakthrough. His timing is perfect. And in 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 41, Elijah the prophet says to King Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, And Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel. Then he bowed down to the ground, put his face between his knees, and he said to his servant, Go up now and look toward the sea. And and he went up and he looked and said, There's nothing. And seven times he said, Go again. Seven, number one, is is the number of perfection. God has perfect timing in everything he does. Then it came to pass... The seventh time. See, that takes standing by faith. That takes believing God no matter what it looks like. And that's what Elijah had to do. In the seventh time, he said, there's a cloud the size of a man's hand rising up out of the sea. And he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot. In other other words, stop partying because you need to get indoors quickly. And go down before the rain stops you. Isn't that amazing? I'm declaring to you tonight what looks like a little is about to overwhelm you in abundance. And it is harvest time in the kingdom of God. Look again at your prophetic promise. Look again at what thus saith the Lord. What looks like a little is about to become abundance. Your family is about to become something greater. Your finances are about to become something greater. Your dream is about to become something greater. Let me say this. Your church is about to become something greater. Your outreach is about to become something greater. Everything God has promised you uh, is about to start taking form. Maybe a small cloud at first, but abundance is coming, and it is much closer than it appears. It may look like a small cloud, but the abundant blessing is much closer than it appears at the moment. Amen. It's already here. It's not way out there. It's already here. I don't know who needs to hear this tonight, but I declare to you that God has heard your prayers. Your consistency counts. Your, your sacrifice counts. Your faithfulness to God counts. Your patient endurance counts. Your stand of faith counts. And God has been watching your faithfulness. And God has counted your tears. And he sees you hanging on to his promises to you. And what looks like a little is about to become a whole lot. I'm giving you the word of the Lord right now. What looks like a little is about to receive God's transformational touch of abundance. That little prayer you prayed 
is about to turn into a whole lot of destiny. The little offering you placed on his altar is about to turn into a whole lot of abundance in your life. That which you laid upon his altar in times of suffering represented trust. He's about to turn that into a whole lot of blessing in your life. He's transforming you into the greatness that only he sees on the inside of you. Amen? A little is about to become a whole lot. And your destiny is about to manifest because you've been faithful over a little. God is about to give you a whole lot of destiny. Amen? Isaiah 55 and verse 9 Let this speak to you today. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Listen, God is constantly changing and transforming you and I and molding us, moving things around and molding our lives. And just when you think you know God, he surprises you with something new. Destiny is a process. And he's weaving and he's fabricating constantly. And we are becoming our destiny through the process of change and transformation. That's why Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 16, I pray that you would be strengthened with might by his spirit in your inner man. Because then the outer challenges or the storm that you think is so strong becomes very weak. What used to challenge your faith a few years ago is no longer a challenge. Some of you wish you could face those little storms again instead of what you're having to face right now. I'm here to tell you tonight what you're facing right now is about to be overwhelmed by the strength of God that is being developed on the inside of you today. You are being strengthened by His Spirit, by His might in your inner man. Amen? Today's troubles can be used by God to incubate your greatness, to incubate your greatness. Some of you would have never knocked on some of the doors that you've had to knock on now, were it not for the challenges that you've had to face. Some would have never made the decisions you've had to make, were it not for the changes in your life that occurred when you were out of control. Listen, God is redirecting you. His ways are not our ways. And when you think you have it all figured out, God shows you his thoughts are not our thoughts. And God orders our steps a little bit differently than you had planned. Amen? I'm declaring to you today, this is a time of new beginnings. 2023 is going to be a time of new beginnings. There's a principle that you need to have established in your faith. Your prophetic promise will come to pass, but it will come to pass differently than what you planned, and it will be much better. Amen? God is taking you through what some would call a paradigm shift. You're going to start seeing things from a new perspective. Say perspective. Perspective comes from a Latin, two Latin words, actually. Per, the first part of it, means to peer or to see. And the spective part is, is the Latin word specere, which means to look through. 
Perspective means to look through or to see clearly. And therein lies the problem when we face problems. Our perspective becomes clouded. We need to learn to cast down every high thing and every vain imagination that rises up against the knowledge of the Word of God and bring every thought into captivity under the obedience of Christ. God is only out to do you good. Uh, We need a new perspective. Our perception needs enlightening. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 20. I hope you're getting something out of this tonight. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 20. uh, In the Amplified Bible it says, But we are citizens of the state or the commonwealth or the homeland which is in heaven. And from it also we earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, as Savior. I believe this. Jesus is coming. He's coming soon. People can say all kinds of things. The disciples knew he was coming soon, and that was 2,000-plus years ago. I'm encouraging you to take your walk with the Lord seriously right now. Uh, We are citizens of our homeland, heaven, and and from it, we earnestly and patiently await the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. This literally means... Our view should not be from a low perspective, a lowly perception, but from a higher view, from our homeland of heaven view, a view from eternity. In other words, having an elevated view. I've heard that word several times uh, over 2023, elevation. God is elevating life for you and I. Earnestly wait. It means to have a full expectation. Scripture says, earnestly wait for him. (coughs) Have a full expectation that he's about to do something amazing for you. See, this characterizes you distinctively different from people all around you who have a lower view of the current conditions of life. Even some that look at America and say, "Uh, we're no better than Sodom and Gomorrah. Let me just tell you, The devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. Your expectation has to be much higher. God is doing something so powerful (coughs) over this nation that he created called America. Pardon me. And you know, regardless of what was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah, God communicated with his friend and said, listen, if there are ten righteous, I will not wipe that place out. I'm telling you there's more than ten righteous in America. Let your expectation rise. People who have a lower view of life have a low expectation. Your expectation is different because you know if God be for us, Who can be against us? I don't have to have it all figured out. I just know God's for me. And your faith and your persistence and your bringing every thought captive 
will cause you to reap a great reward. Amen? It's not about where you've been, but where God is placing you. He's elevating life for you. And you're in a great whirlwind of a turnaround right now. And you're not going to miss your moment. I was talking earlier with someone uh, who, who married somebody from another country, another part of the world. And they married this person from the other side of the world. We were talking about how God is sovereign, how this person was positioned (coughs) and ready to meet their husband, and this other person was ready to meet their wife, but God had to send him all the way around the world, halfway around the world, in order to meet his spouse. But God did that in, in perfect timing, Everything came together. You know, I think about in our own family, uh, how God brought my wife and myself together. <coughs> we actually grew up down the street from each other and never knew each other. In a, in a small town, we never knew each other. And, and then after high school, we all went our, our different ways. But one day, she came to church, and I had just flown in from New England, and next thing you know, I'm prophesying over this person, and God speaks to me, this is your wife. And you know, the, the statistical odds of these things happening are zillions to one, you know, but God knows how to make sure you're in the right place at the right time for the right reason in the right season. And I'm declaring to you tonight, you're not going to miss your moment and you're not going to miss your mandate. I'm telling you tonight, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. What I mean by that is what looks like a little is about to become much. What looks like a little cloud right now in your life is about to become a great and abundant blessing. Get a fresh perspective. Get a fresh praise. Amen. In other words, I do not see from an earthly view, but from a heavenly perspective. It's not where I've been that counts. It's where I'm going to. It's the destiny that I'm headed for. I'm not yet what I'm going to be, but I'm sure not what I used to be. Amen. And what others may have seen as a setback really is just a setup for a great comeback. And God has positioned you to take you somewhere. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2, I'm almost out of time. Verse 6, <coughs> excuse me, says, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Your perception is is determined by your point of view. And God is transforming your mind right now to begin to hear things and see things from his point of view, transforming your point of view. Perception, by definition, means my current interpretation based upon my current particular map or perceptual reality of the world around me. 
Listen, God loves us too much to leave things the same. He is developing his people <coughs> by cultivating us and growing us by his word on the inside of us. It's so important that we stay in the word of God, in his word, so that we have a different set of <coughs> values and and perspectives to pull from that God can speak to us through. And then your current conditions around you will only serve to modify you for Christ's sake. Change changes you. And you begin to change like the Bible says and go from glory to glory. And what looks like it may be working against you, God can turn it around in a moment and make it work for you. Romans 8.28 says he makes all things work together for our good, for those that love God and are the called according to his purpose, and that's you. Apostle Paul said in Acts 20 and verse 24, none of these things move me. None of these things move me. You have to let, uh, let God give you his perspective, because if you always react to outward stimulus, It'll make you feel like a victim at all times. But if you learn to take on heaven's view and respond from a higher viewpoint, you become a victor and no longer a victim. <clears throat> Responsibility is my ability to respond properly. Respond ability or responsibility. <clears throat> Don't be robbed of your victory. Let me just encourage you, God can turn everything around, elevate things in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, and he is in control at all times. God is working in me so he can work through me. Amen? <coughs> yeah, but I've been through so much stuff. <coughs> Listen, there's so many ingredients that mix together that make concrete. I used to work for a concrete company. And the concrete company would mix all these ingredients together. And by the way, that came from Rome thousands of years prior. <clears throat> and so uh, uh, all the ingredients had to be, uh, this works no matter uh, what decade you live in, no matter what century you live in. God's, uh, God's word works and God's process and God's principles work. So, concrete takes so many of these ingredients, uh, the right amounts of everything to mix together to make concrete. God wants to give you a new perspective, <coughs> excuse me, on what you have been through. It was a making process for your destiny. All those ingredients, I believe, are solidifying for you right now in this new season. You used to just be a bunch of dirt and powder, some water, but uh, you throw it all together, and now things are getting stronger, and life is becoming solid as a rock. Amen? One last scripture, Ephesians chapter 2, and verse 1, it says, And you he has quickened, or made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in times past you walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the powers of the air, to the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, or those who are unsaved, <coughs> among whom also 
<coughs> we had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh and of the mind, and we were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. <coughs> Listen to this part, though. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us or made us alive together with Christ. By grace you are saved. He's raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Listen to me. This is a new time for you. This is a time for you to be established. I believe you're going to get your bounce back. I believe you're you're going to rebound. You're going to go higher than ever before. <coughs> God is turning everything around for you. You may need to go back and look again several times, uh, and it may look, uh, it may have looked undeveloped, but the full fruit is coming forth. And it is your harvest time. Do not despise the days of small beginnings. His grace is sufficient for you. His favor is sufficient for you. And I want to encourage you, go back and look again. Look again from a new heavenly perspective, a heavenly hope, a heavenly faith. You are risen with Christ and you are seated in heavenly places in him. Go back and look again. You're more than a conqueror, and all these things are working together for your good. Go back and look again. Look again with a different perspective this time, a different perception. It's all turning around. <coughs> it's all progressing towards your destiny in him. God's timing is perfect. Let that become concrete in you. Let it begin to solidify transformation, not just transition, but transformation is happening right now. And it may be the cloud the size of a man's hand, but I'm telling you tonight, abundance is coming to your life. Go back and look again. Amen? Amen. I just want to pray for you tonight. Father, I thank you that you are the Lord and you change not. You're giving us mercy tonight. You're giving us favor tonight. You're transforming our view. You're transforming our mind. You're transforming our thought process. We're casting down every high thing and every vain imagination that rises up against the knowledge of the word of God, your word of promise. Father, transform our paradigms tonight. Let your mercy Uh, begin to speak to us, that it triumphs over judgment every time. Your mercies are new every morning. Your mercies endure forever. You're solidifying life for your people now. You're changing us from glory to glory. You're elevating and accelerating your people right now. You're turning everything around for good. And Father, we hear the sound of the abundance of rain, and we know that we know that the seeds that we've sown have now turned into harvest time for your people. And Father, I just thank you for great blessing for every person within the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Amen. I just, you know, I sense that there are some people watching tonight. (coughs) Excuse me. And uh, 
I don't really have, uh, I'm not really set up for this just yet, uh, but I'm going to give it a shot. I wanted to just take a few minutes and minister to some of the folks that may be watching online. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me see if I can do this while you're watching. Thank you, Lord. Let me see who is with me tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being patient with me as I as I get this going. <clears throat> um, hallelujah. <clears throat> you know, I believe in the transforming power of the prophetic word. <clears throat> um, Cheryl Evans, <clears throat> I just felt like the Spirit of God said that he's giving you a health overhaul. And as I was praying for you this week, Cheryl Evans, as I was praying for you this week, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, I'm, I'm healing her body, and I'm going to uh, cause her, her uh, health to be under control now. And uh, I just saw an immediate shift in your health, and I heard the Spirit of God say that He's healing you from top to bottom right now. He's healing you. He's healing you from the inside out, and that anointing that's in you, you're going to pour out, <clears throat> and you're going to see the answers to the prayers that you've been praying over your family. And I know that there's some serious prayers. I don't know your prayers over your family. I honestly don't. <clears throat> but I, I know that God has heard your prayers, <clears throat> and there are some serious prayers that he's answering for you right now, and you're going to see it with your own eyes, and that anointing that's in you is going to be imparted uh, to those in your family, and there's going to be a transformation happen in your family. Amen. Uh, there's a woman, Lisa Ferris. Lisa Ferris, first of all, thank you for praying for my throat. I appreciate that more than you know. It's uh, I do a lot of talking, and uh, really I need to rest my voice uh, more than I do, uh, uh, but praise the Lord, I'm just trusting God as we're moving forward, and I believe God's protecting me uh, there and healing me there, uh, but I will become more diligent in that, but thank you for praying for me. Uh, but Lisa, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say that you're coming to a great shift by the end of February. A great shift is happening in your life by the end of February, and you're crossing a line in the Spirit <clears throat> now, it may take two or three months for it to catch up in the natural, uh, but you're going to see a significant and a distinctive change uh, in your life and in your family and in your world, uh, and it's going to begin at the end of February. I heard the Lord say that over you. Andrea Beth, <clears throat> Andrea Beth, uh, I just hear the Spirit of the Lord saying uh, that there's fresh provision coming to you. You've been faithful to the Lord. Uh, the thing about the woman with the with the two mites, she gave two mites, <clears throat> which was significantly less than what all the wealthy uh, men and women uh, in that day were giving to the temple. Uh, but she gave more, and it wasn't just that she didn't have anything left. It, it was that, but it was that she gave her total trust. Her total trust. Uh, to the Lord. And Andrea, I just sense right now 
that God has seen your sacrifices and how you've given total trust to him. And so he is pouring out upon you uh, in this new season, blessing upon blessing upon blessing. And there's going to be a time when you're going to write a book. It may just be a small book, but it's going to be a book about how to prosper, how you prospered, how God took the path that God took you. And it's going to be a solutions manual for so many people uh, because you know what it's like to give total trust to Jesus and trust him all the way. And I just see an, an immediate breakthrough coming to you, an immediate provision. It's like when Jesus had to pay the taxes that day, <clears throat> he told Peter, go go uh, catch a fish. And the first fish you catch, there's going to be a coin in its mouth. Go pay my taxes and your taxes, and you can have what's left over. And I just see an immediate provision for you, uh, just like that coming immediately. And so, Father, I just release that to Andrea right now in the name of Jesus. Crystal Dart, you're such a faithful woman of God, a faithful friend, and a and a faithful partner with our ministry here. Thank you so much for everything you do in prayer and and uh, the things that you cover in the Spirit. You're you're such a, a an ally, and we so greatly appreciate you. But I see some big change coming now. And by December of this year, you're going to be in a whole new uh, scenario. <clears throat> Your whole situation is going to be so much more prosperous, so much more solid, and you're going to have the answer uh, to every prayer that you've been praying. The things that have been long-standing prayers are coming to pass, says the Lord. And the Lord says, my timing is now, and I'm going to activate that deeper calling in your life, and you're going to do the work of the ministry, and you're going to have helping hands to do it with you. And so I bless you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And um, let me just see who else we have here online with us. Uh, Like I said, this is kind of off the cuff, but uh, I wanted to want to make sure those that support this house and are a part of this ministry that you get a a double portion tonight. And so Veronica Denzer, I think that's what I'm reading. I don't have my reading glasses on in this very small, fine print, so it's hard for me to read, but I think it says Veronica Denzer. And Veronica, I recognize your first name. I have a Veronica in, in our family. My brother's daughter is Veronica. And uh, it's, it's, so I remember your name. Uh, but I just see you, how God is going to transform and has been transforming you. Uh, but he's transformed you on the inside. Now he's about to transform you on the outside uh, to match the work that he's done on the inside. And what I mean by that is this. He has done a great work on the inside of you where you understand the wisdom of of uh, supporting the work of the ministry, how you have poured into ministry over the years and the process that it took you to get to that place. I don't know why God's talking about uh, financial blessings so much tonight, but I believe it's because it's a sign of the times. But now, Veronica, I just see where you are going to begin to 
uh, have more than enough and a superabundance, and you're going to be like God's paymaster. <clears throat> there are things that you're going to see when you go to church. You're going to see a, a young single mom, and you're going to go, and the Lord's going to speak to you. Pay her her mortgage or her rent and her utilities for this month, and you're going to be able to do that effortlessly. Uh, you're going to have more than enough and a super abundance so that you can do these things. You're going to see a young man uh, struggling, and you're going to say, <coughs> here's some cash to get you through the week. And uh, what I want you to do is I want you to uh, apply yourself in different areas, but here's some cash to get you some clothes so that you can go to the interviews and those kind of things. And I just see that engagement from heaven with you because you are a vessel that God can use in a mighty way. And so, Father, we bless Veronica in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And, uh, you know, there's so many people uh, that uh, on various platforms, but <clears throat> let me just say this. I believe it is a day uh, to really wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over you. God has said it. He didn't just say it to tease you. He said it because he wants to give that to you. He wants you to have it. And so take the word of the Lord and begin to say, God, you said, and so therefore I'm not, uh, I'm not going to give up on this. I believe it's going to happen, and you're going to see it happen. God's supernaturally aligning things for you to begin to walk into that <coughs> fulfillment. Um, there's a, a man watching right now. And uh, I want to say you're 40 or, or in your early 40s or something like that. And uh, you have had some business adventures, but never your own business venture. Uh, and that's coming in 2023. God's got a special program set up uh, to give you a lump sum to be able to do something significant. Uh, and you're going to launch something big, and it's going to take off and fly and succeed. Uh, and you've gone from the business adventures to now walking with the Lord in a great business venture. Uh, and you're going to bless the kingdom as well. I just see stability like you've always desired, and you knew in your heart that stability was yours. And so uh, you've been fighting for that, and God is releasing that. Uh, to you tonight. And so just receive that in the name of Jesus. Amen. And uh, let me also say this, and I said this on last Sunday, which by the way, uh, please come join our services on Sunday, 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Invite 10 people to come with you. Uh, let's give God a great uh, a time of, of gathering and worshiping uh, you know, we have the most amazing worship team. They release a powerful prophetic anointing. And then uh, the the teaching, you know, I'm, I'm kind of unshackled for a while there uh, at, at our services. And let me just tell you, the children's ministry is par excellent. It is so good. And so I encourage you to be there if you can. Uh, but this last Sunday, God spoke to me and said, uh, that the singles are going to start dating again. 
And, uh, you know, there's a mindset that the enemy's tried to work over this last uh, few years during the pandemic to keep people isolated and insulated. Uh, but God is going to start opening doors for people to date so that they can see uh, that God has set some things up for them. And when you start dating, God's going to connect you to the one. And so I just want to encourage some of the singles out there, get ready, because this could be your year if you'll begin to flow with what God has for you. Amen. Amen. I want to thank everybody who continues to stand with us and support the ministry. And you give, you give offerings, you give uh, uh, tithes. And some for some of you, this is your church. And and uh, there are many different ways you can give if you want to support the house here. Uh, probably the easiest way is to text your offering if you prefer to do that. Uh, the number is 84321. That's 84321. And you just put your amount, the dollar sign, your amount, and then you send that text to the number 84321. And I know many of you uh, really love the prophetic ministry. And uh, if you're watching on social media and you want to give that way, uh, there's a link in the comments section you can click on. You can give that way. Uh, if you want to mail in your offering, you can mail it to LifePoint Church, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's LifePoint Church, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Uh, if you want to go to our website at lifepointchurch.cc, remember LifePoint has an E on the end of it, lifepointchurch.cc, uh, there's a button that you can click at the top or at the bottom of the page, and you can give that way. But as I said earlier, uh, give us your prayer requests. I believe there's an anointing on prophets for supernatural breakthrough and supernatural debt elimination. And so I just want to encourage you, uh, send in your prayers. Let us pray with you. Let me put your request before the Lord and uh, <coughs> excuse me. watch the kingdom of God uh, begin to shift and change as God brings your miracle to pass, moving mountains, causing great things to happen for you. Because when two of you agree as touching anything, Jesus said, that's what I'll do for you. Amen. Matthew eighteen nineteen, And so I also want to thank uh, one of our great supporters, Mike Lindell. Uh, he just came out with a whole new um, pillow. It's the, it's the MyPillow 2.0, new technology. Uh, it's great brother in the Lord. He does support uh, the <clears throat> broadcast. Uh, so if you want to check out his products, you can go to MyPillow.com or MyStore.com. But if you do, use the promo code MARTY, my first name, M-A-R-T-Y. You'll receive a, dis, a, a, a deep discount on all your stuff right now. Uh, the new 2.0 pillow is buy one, get one free. And so you're going to love that. Uh, you can call the number if you want to call in your order. It's 800-859-2938. And uh, just remember to use the promo code Marty to get your discount. And uh, I'm just grateful for every one of you that continue to stand with us. And uh, I want to encourage you that you can always watch every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, 
on YouTube and on Rumble. And please tell others to tune in and watch it live also. Amen. That's 7 p.m. Central Time on Friday nights. Uh, Also, (coughs) this is our podcast. And so you can go back and you can listen to these uh, on podcasts. Wherever you go get your podcast, you'll find us there. We're primarily on Charisma Podcast Network. Uh, Charisma is probably the the biggest uh, Christian publisher uh, in the world. And uh, Charisma is excellent. We have a great relationship with them. Uh, But you can also find us on iTunes, on Spotify, or or wherever you get your podcasts. And please remember to leave a five-star review. Uh, Also, I want to connect with you on social media. And so whatever the platform is, look for at Marty Layton. So if you're on uh, Twitter or Facebook or Getter or Truth or Telegram or whatever, just look for Marty Layton, at Marty Layton, and uh, make sure to ring the bell and subscribe and be a part of that. But I want to thank you for tuning in to Speak Life every week. It's such a privilege to come and to share with you what God has shared with me. And uh, I've got so much more I want to share with you next week on this vision that God gave me this morning. And uh, it's it's very powerful. And uh, so much to to um, to clarify uh, what's happening today. It's just amazing what God showed me. Uh, and so that will be next Friday. You, you want to tune in for that. But remember, Proverbs 18.21 declares that power of life and death is in the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. That's why I want to encourage you to always speak life. Amen. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Thank you.